planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome to the Ever Black Podcast. On this episode, we talk to Joao from Orpheus Omega, who will be hitting the road this week with Omnium Gatherum on the Driven by Conflict and Sin tour in support of their brand new album, Wear Your Sins, which came out last week and is just blowing up everywhere. It's just such a great album. We had a great chat about the new album, their touring plans, and they also had some really good advice for younger bands looking at hitting up the uh, international touring circuit, which I thought was uh, really, really good advice, and uh, it's worth paying attention to if uh, you're looking at uh, heading overseas and uh, touring the world. Catch Omnium Gatherum and Orpheus Omega at the following dates, 10th of April in Canberra at the Basement. 12th of April in Sydney at the Crowbar, 13th of April in Brisbane at Crowbar, 15th of April Wellington in Valhalla, 16th of April Auckland at the Whammy Bar, 17th of April in Adelaide at the Enigma Bar, 18th of April in Ballarat at Corova Lounge, 19th of April in Geelong at the Barwon Club, 20th in Melbourne at the Corner Hotel, 26th of April in Hobart at the Brisbane Hotel, and then wrapping up on 27th of April, Lawn Sessions at Mode Bar. Tickets are on sale now through www.soundworksdirect.eventbrite.com. Get them now. It's going to be such a fantastic tour. Both bands are just uh, phenomenal, and uh, it's just not something you want to miss out on. But right now, I just want to give a shout-out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Blacklight Art and Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media, and they've got such a quick turnaround. I highly recommend checking these guys out. www.blacklightad.com.au. The show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business www.rwpromotion.com.au and also want to give a shout out to Lumberpunks Axoring Club who now have two venues in Queensland one in Miami on the Gold Coast the other in West End in Brisbane Lumberpunks Axoring Club is a perfect destination uh, to blow some steam and throw some axes with your mates all sessions are 1.5 hours in length and comprise of a safety induction instruction on tactical tomahawks and hatchets and then competitive play. If you put Everblack in your booking notes, you'll receive 10% off your session. Terms and conditions apply. Shout out to those guys for uh, swinging that our way. All right, here is my chat with Joao from Orpheus Omega. Go get their album, Wear Your Sins, now. It's just such a kick-ass album from one of the best bands we have to offer from Australia. Good on them. Awesome, awesome guys. Enjoy. Joao, thanks for joining us on the show, mate. How's it going? Yeah, really, really good. Um, just um, finalising a few things before we jump on a plane tomorrow night um, to Japan and then return here for a few more shows. But, um, yeah, just uh, uh, in a room surrounded by junk, trying to make heads or tails of it. When, when it comes to uh, touring, how much yeah. do you sort of tend to take with you, especially if you're going overseas? Well, it's... 
honestly, it's about the same as what we do when we tour locally. I mean, we have a lot of stuff that we have to take. Um, obviously, you know, like most bands, all our instruments, um, things like our amps and stuff, where we're using, using digital rigs just to make life a little bit easier. Mm. Um, but then we've got a few additional things, you know, and all that sort of junk. And then um, little bits and pieces that just add to the show, like our banners. We've got a little light set up as well now. Um, so, yeah, just a lot. But it, when it's all sort of packed and ready to go, it's quite nicely condensed. So it doesn't look like a lot. Um, <laughs> but once it opens up, it's, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, of course, uh, you know, you're about to hit the road with uh, Omnium Gatherum for the Driven by Conflict and Sin tour, which... Uh, just looks like it's just going to be incredible, man. How did it come about to team up with uh, those boys? Yeah, look, it is going to be a great time, I think. And I think being able to start it off in Japan and then get over here back to Australia will be um, nice as well because ending at home is always a pleasure. Um, and look, the, the, it all sort of came about because Marcus from Omnium Gatherum is also in Insomnium. And mm. when we toured with them a few years ago um, across China... And then across Australia, we sort of got pretty close um, with all the boys there. And um, Omnium has never been here. And they, you know, took up some shows in Asia and sort of aligned with our album being out. So, you know, we, we asked them the question if they wanted to come over here and join us for that. And they were pretty keen. So, you know, we just sort of started to get the ball rolling in that regard. And, you know, it's all sort of fallen into place. And, yeah, here we are. We're going to... You know, play some shows and have a band that hasn't been to Australia before play um, several shows across Australia and also New Zealand, which we won't be taking part in, unfortunately, but um, it's also on the cards. Um, but, you know, for 30 bucks, can't really go wrong, eh? No, that's an absolute bargain, mate. Two yeah. epic bands. Like, that's, yeah, why would you miss that? Especially with your new album, We Your Sins, which came out on Friday, and it's such a kick-ass album, man. How does it feel to... Uh, finally have it out just in time for this tour? Um, first of all, thanks for saying those kind words. Look, we're pretty happy with it. Um, obviously, um, we wouldn't have released it otherwise, but uh, it's it's a good feeling to finally have it out. It's been a long process to get it finished, um, get it recorded and get it all sort of um, complete. But, um, you know, it's just, once you get that physical copy in your hands and when I picked them up on Thursday, I kind of had to take a moment because I was just so... I guess, so happy about it all and mm. um, to see all the hard work we've put in um, actually, you know, come to fruition in the sense of here it is. Um, it really um, helps to really, you know, cement what we're trying to do and make you realise you've got something pretty special. So it's good. It's it's great to finally have it up and ready and um, I'm really hoping people are enjoying it as much as we are and, you know, we've had some pretty good reviews so far, which is great, but... Um, at the end of the day, I just hope that the people who are picking it up are loving every minute of it, um, and it's you know going to get some traction across the world. It's got a really good flow, oh, like, with all the good. tracks together. Like it, it, it all works, and especially from the you know from the get go, like the opening track, Lighthouse is it's just such a great starting off point. Uh, you know, it's important, I believe anyway, really super important to have a really powerful opening track to set things up and. Uh, you know, was it was the album based around that? Did it was that your starting point? I think Lighthouse was one of the first songs that was kind of finished early 
in the in the I guess in the piece, um, and it was one of the first songs we played live as well um, before we sort of announced anything and really started to move forward with the album. And yeah, look, I think it just sort of sits really well. Like you said, it, it's it's a good strong start to anything, and I think the way we sort of think of it is it is definitely an, an opening track vibe and. Um, mm-hmm. It sits really well where it is, and I like obviously listening back now. Um, I, I kind of can't sort of hear those songs in any other order, but um, that one especially, I don't think could go anywhere else and make as much sense as it does to begin. Um, and having Neela from um, Insomnium on there as well um, just gives it that extra punch, and it was just a nice addition as well to the whole process. So it's yeah, it's been really really good to sort of started off that way, and I think people are really enjoying that track, at least from what I've heard. Yeah, uh, from what I can see, it's going off online, like people are sharing and stuff, So, which is uh, yeah. always a good sign. Definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you're going to be stoked, man. You're going to absolutely be stoked. And, of course, you've, you know, you shared the stages with, uh, you know, bands like Trivium and Children of Bodom and Amon Mark and Soilwork and, uh, you know, as you mentioned, Insomnium. Uh, you know, with all those experiences and playing with those bands, which has been the uh, the best? I don't know if there is one best. I think, and I know that that kind of sounds like a cop out, but you sort of, I guess, they each each individual um, experience we've had with bands from overseas and bigger bands in general has brought its own memories and its own, I guess, charm to what we do. And mm. we've learnt a lot from each band we've ever played with. Um, and I think if if anything, where we're at now probably wouldn't be the same had we not had an opportunity to play with some of those bands. And we've been very lucky to pick up so many amazing supports over the years. But I don't know if there's one in particular that like stands out, stands out. I mean, the tour we did with Insomnium was great because we got to spend a lot of time with the guys and we all got very close. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it's not to detract from the Trivium tour, which was just an awesome tour to be on. Like, there were so many people at those shows, and it was just the energy was so high, and everyone involved in it um, from promotion down to the opening act um, were just so pumped to be there and just keen as, you know, as mustard to be there on the day and do all the work and just get out there and play and then finish up, you know. So. I don't know if there is one that's been the best, um, but I personally, I mean, for me, they've all been so good, but I'm sure each individual member would have one that sticks with them a little bit more. Um, but for me, I think it's just having the opportunity to learn from amazing class acts has just been a great experience all up. Well, you're, you're also no stranger to touring overseas. And, you know, as we mentioned before, you're just about to head off to, uh, to Japan. What's the best advice you would give to uh, younger bands that want to, you know, head off overseas and uh, take that adventure? Because it's not something you take very lightly. Yeah, look, the best advice I think you could I could give to any band starting off or getting ready or wanting to get ready to tour overseas is to get good locally first. Um, make sure you've got your show down pat. Make sure mm. you've got your set up and your pack down down pat. Don't ever play over time. Try to stick to those time limits. Um, keep your mouth shut. Keep your ears open. Keep your eyes open. Listen to everything. Watch everything and learn from it. Um, be humble. Respect people and build networks because 
at the end of the day, if you don't do those things, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. Because um, I can tell you from, you know, and I'm not going to name names or anything like that because that's not <laughs> my style, but from, you know, being backstage at certain gigs um, and seeing bands go over time or not be ready to perform when they should be performing, you know, people take notice of those things generally much more than they take notice of you putting on a good show. So, um, you know, if you show up to, to perform um, as a support act for someone and, you know, you've sold all the tickets to the show, awesome, you know, the promoters are going to be stoked with you. But then if you're a, a dickhead, um, that's going to cost you way more. So, yeah, I think just, you know, pay attention, um, be respectful, be humble, and um, try to build good networks. That's uh, damn good advice, man. Where, where haven't you played yet? Where, where is it out in the big, big world that you've uh, wanted to hit? Oh, definitely Europe. Um, I mean, I guess playing melodic death metal kind of lends itself to touring Europe, I guess, because it's, it's a sound that is inherently from that mm. part of the world. Um, and a lot of the bands we love and respect are from that part of the world. Um, and I think everyone in the band is either from that part of the world or has a background in that part of the world. So um, there's a few links there, but I think, you know, that would be first and foremost, but we'd love to get to the States as well. I mean, you hear about what touring in the States is like, and it's just crazy. Every every story I hear about the States is that it was absurdly nuts, but amazing at the same time because people just come out. Um, so, I mean, look, those are the two places I'd love to go, but, you know, all... All things going well, that will hopefully happen in the next few months. Um, but, you know, we'll see. But, yeah, definitely Europe first um, would be great. But we'll see how we go. When it comes to uh, touring Australia, I mean, some bands struggle with that as well. Do you find it's getting easier? Each one you guys it, do? I think it gets easier because you sort of pay attention to the little things like when you should go, what the best mode of transportation is, um, and just being a bit um, clever about how you do things. I mean, like, everyone knows someone from another state, right? So mm. if you can, you know, make that contact with someone and, you know, you're looking at things like, oh, free accommodation next time we go to Adelaide or, you know, those little things make a big difference to the whole tour because it means you save on something and you're able to relax a little bit. You know, you don't have to be in and out at a certain time. But even like deciding whether you're going to fly somewhere or if you're going to drive there makes a big difference to the whole the whole touring aspect of things because there are places you can drive to um, and sometimes it's cheaper. Um, so why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's going to be a bit of an impost on your time, but you know it's it's a bit of money you put back into your pocket or put towards printing a few extra t-shirts, which hopefully sell at that show. You know what I mean? So I think it's just being smart and taking the time to analyze what what you've done wrong in the past and what you've done right and trying to focus on the right things and learning from the bad things so yeah you can it is easier because you know more people are coming to shows there's more shows going on so there's a bit more of a focus on the whole scene um but at the same time you also have to take some initiative to make it easier for yourself that's uh, some good advice there man i guess you've learned from the experience yeah look yeah we've We've all made some big mistakes over the years. So, you know, if you don't learn from them, you probably should step back and go, maybe this isn't for me. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, um, <laughs> it's from a lot of running around, a lot of 
head scratching and a lot of yelling at myself in the mirror going, why did I do that? Um, <laughs> but, um, but no, it's, um, it's definitely a learning curve that uh, everyone has to go through, I think, to become, I guess, quotation marks, successful. Well, you've definitely done it, brother. So uh, what, what's, I mean, you've got the tour coming up. What, what's, uh, what's next for you guys after that? Well, we've, uh, apart from the, so we've obviously got this tour coming up and then we kind of will go back a bit and um, maybe release a few more videos. Um, we've got a few things in the work in regards to that. There's a few more shows, um, uh, I guess, not finalised yet, so I can't really say anything um, mm. coming up, hopefully. Um, so mid-year, we'll have um, new bits of merch to announce. Um, just, yeah, we're just going to try to, you know, keep things interesting and keep people engaged, I think, is the main thing because the moment you release something, the moment you sort of stop... I guess promoting it or doing something to bring attention back to it, you kind of start to lose people's attention to it and mm. you start to lose drive. And so I think it's just a matter of keeping people engaged and keeping people talking about the album, listening to the album, re-listening to it. And um, yeah, keeping people excited as well because yeah, there's a lot of things to unpack within, you know, a release and we're just going to try to take it nice and steady so that we get the most back from it and we can give as much back as possible. Excellent, man. Well, uh, the tour kicks off on April 10 in Canberra, but we'll be seeing you boys in Brisbane on April 13 at the Crowbar. Look, thanks for taking the time to hang out on the show, mate. It's been a blast. Not a problem. My pleasure. Planning on travelling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 